0: Welcome to The Review, a mini episode from the Full Dive Gaming Podcast. In The Review, we pick a single VR game to wave on into it, giving you a yay or a nay on whether we think you should buy it. In this episode, we're discussing Not For Broadcast, which was recently released in VR on the Metasource Steam, but was a flat game for years before that. The Review is brought to you by Asterion Products, their leader in the VR AR accessories. They got different products on Amazon. If you go on Amazon, check them out. Make sure you use code FullDive10 to get another 10% off on us. I'm Jay Bratt, I'm a VR YouTuber. And I'm Lip Knox VR, guy who specializes in mostly quests and a lot of indie stuff. (laughs) Well, Lip, you were the one who actually suggested that we try not for broadcast. Why did you want to try this game? What about it brought you in?
1: Uh, So I think immediately just seeing the, okay, I'm in VR, I'm doing something completely unique that I would never think to do in real, like, I mean, maybe when I'm editing videos, I guess, but to have this experience (laughs) of being A news broadcaster and actually get to press the buttons. That is always something that has been just a cool thing to me. So when I saw the footage of this, and I was like, Okay, this is one of those sit in a room, watch video screens and do things kind of games. And that premise to me just it sells me on doing that kind of thing. Because it's just, you know, I, I love VR, but I like how it can transcend, like other uh, other types of gameplay ideas, like the whole FMV thing, night trap, you know, those old, old games from Sega CD that were, you know, questionable quality. But <laughs> it, you know, by taking that kind of experience and putting it into a VR game, it just seems like, OK, this is really cool. I feel like I'm actually getting immersed. And and that's when I saw the preview, I saw the trailer for it. I was like, OK, what is this? Mm-hmm. I had to look up what the flat screen one was because I wanted to get the full scope of it. But You know, it's it's essentially that is that is what got me into it. The premise of having, you know, this live action, interactive, you know, passive, but also
0: engaging gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely nailed it there. The the game for those people who for those of you out there who haven't heard of the game. Basically, you are I don't know the name of the person that does it, but you're the person in a news studio when the news is running. I think the character's name is Alex. Alex, I don't know what Alex's like job title is, but there's a certain job title for that where you're sitting in the live newsroom and you are the person who has to decide camera A, camera B. Someone just said a curse word. I got to hit censor. I got to be ready to roll the ads. You're that person that's managing. And normally in a real news, I think it's like a team of people. It's not one person, but this is set up in a way that you're one person. You're managing all this. But the thing about this, we're going to keep this really spoiler free. We're not going to talk about where the story goes or what happens in it. But the thing about this is you can tell there is more to this than just the job you're doing. You are in charge of the news and the way people perceive the news. So, Therefore, you can change the mindset and the things that are going on with the people. And that's definitely the part that I found most interesting about it. And it's 25 bucks on Oculus right now. You may have already played it flat because this was a pretty big deal when it launched flat. This indie game, people were really into it. it did you ever play it flat? Or if if someone had, do you think that it's worth coming back and getting it in VR?
1: Uh, so it's I, I'm so conflicted with this game, mm-hmm. and I will say that, that there is one other aspect you didn't say that uh, in between the broadcast, there's oh, yeah. like moments where you go and you do like the family life thing and it's like a mm-hmm. choose your own adventure text thing. And to be like, now you choose this option or this option. And that has its own side story, which I didn't particularly like those moments that much. I liked making choices, but I didn't really do the whole reading and just seemed like out of place for the VR version, at least um that one part uh i think i think this is one of those games that i kind of uh i kind of learned my learned my lesson in a way where it's like if you had already played this and you want to be like in the in the office and feel that extra level of immersion of immersion i mean there's 14 endings i don't know if you beat all endings uh probably not but i think for someone that played it a year ago played it you know three years ago and it was like early beta kind of thing you know this is definitely one that would be worth coming back to in VR but uh, i'm going to i'm going to double up on or i'm going to go like the opposite side of that i'm actually more intrigued now after playing this to try the flat screen version mm-hmm. while i feel like it works as a VR game in a lot of ways there is a lot of just too much passive and the fact that all of the switches and everything are just that slight bit out of reach
0: mm-hmm
1: too big, uh, you feel like your character is like the tiniest thing in the world, these buttons are gigantic and i get it, you know, so you don't press the wrong buttons, but in doing that, it, you know, like i know on the pc i can have it mapped to like my keyboard and to switch between there's like four cameras to switch between, but to switch between those cameras, it feels like that would be so much easier if i was just sitting here with the keyboard and honestly, you know, i i can't look at my phone when i'm in vr So when some of these news broadcast things are getting a a little bit, you know, tedious and boring, uh, you know, I can't distract myself with anything but what's in front of me. (laughs) That you know, combined with the whole British humor aspect, which at times is amazing. And other times you're like, "Eh, I don't know. You know, there's there's a lot of moments in this that I feel like, okay, maybe this is actually better suited for flat screen. And it's sort of gimmicky version to have it in the VR, which I think, if anything, that would be even more desirable for hardcore fans of it to you know re-experience it but i th- I do think for for newcomers that are you know just getting into this experience if you don't like it in vr i still think you might want to just double check the flat version if, if, if that maybe is more your speed on how it's all
0: laid out. <laughs> That's interesting you bring all that up because right now the game's got a 4.0 rating on Oculus. It's got a mostly negative rating on Steam VR, but the original game has like great ratings, mostly positive on Steam. So I think you're right there. There's something about the VR version. Not only are people having problems, problems with loading, problems with glitches, but something about the VR, it's it's a good way to to feel like you're really in it, but it's something about it's a little hard to me. So when I first started playing the game, I was sitting at my desk and I scooted way back from my desk and I'd seen the trailer. I'd seen, okay, you sit at your desk and you like press stuff. So this should be fine, right? Absolutely not. I ended up having to go stand to play this game when you're supposed to be sitting in a new studio because the buttons were so freaking far away or they're so far behind to, you, to your left or to your right to reach them. Then when I was at my desk, I was punching the walls. I was punching the desk and I like get out of my chair sometimes to even reach something. It was so far away so that part kind of drove me a little crazy I can see where people are having a harder time in the reviews with that but also my, my
1: back was killing me my back yep. was killing me because I kept having to lean forward to press things <laughs> and I was like I'm sitting there leaning forward into this little block of four things
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept wishing it was Demio style where if you want to move the room, you just pull the grip buttons and you can like pull the room back or further from you. Because like every time I needed to reach the freaking camera buttons, but then if I needed to reach down and like grab a different tape or something, it was just everything was so far out of the way that I was hitting myself in the legs or I was hitting the wall. It just it felt like the whole play space could be condensed down about 25% and then it would have been perfect. I'm not sure. Let's
1: also with that, there is no turn button. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't understand that. I'm like, all right, I got this square around me that I need to act access a million things, move all the furniture as far away as possible. And then, like you said, you know, you, you, you find the perfect way to, like, hold the bu- button. And even then, I'm sitting here, I got my, like, rolly office chair that's rolling left and right and all around trying to press all these things. And it's like, it it, it felt so weird to me that I had to keep doing that. Because mm-hmm. you're, I mean, when you're using one area, you're nowhere near to touch that. Like, no matter how giant you are, you literally have to get up and move.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and this game is long winded. If you want to just play the main campaign, you're looking at between seven to nine hours. But completionists could go 35 hours, maybe more in this game. So this is something I want to be able to sit down and kind of chill. There's a lot going on. It's really stressful at times. I want to sit down and it was just like it wasn't possible to sit because everything was so freaking far away. And I didn't. There's a lot of options in this game, a lot of accessibility options. You can do color things for people who can't see certain colors. There's a lot of that. But I didn't see anything that made the room any different or easier among all those options for someone who's just like doesn't have the play space. I mean, you need a good open space. I think, even with
1: a good open space, it's like you said, you need to relax. And it's like you, you need to have that like office room chair in a big space that you can wheel it around. And you have to be comfortable doing that, which I think for someone that just wants the ultimate immersion, great. But for me, they just wanted to play a game that, you know, is relaxing, fun, you know, just watching video screens. It doesn't, I don't need to complicate it with this unnecessary extra aspect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And because of that, though, they make this kind of room skillish. At least there's no risk of motion sickness. There's no yeah. motion. There's no movement. You're just leaning around, hitting buttons and stuff. Something that I wanted to bring up that was kind of tough for me being an American is there's one mechanic in the game where you got to (laughs) censor bad words. And I didn't know a lot of these words in in British slang were bad words. Like, luckily there's also a little bit of a visual cue that helps you, but they like say some word and it wasn't like it triggered me like, Oh, I need to censor that. Like I kept missing bad words because I had no idea what all these words meant.
1: Yeah. I I found that whole, the part where it gives you the red part to censor. I was Mm -hmm. like, well, what, I mean, if I was paying attention enough to capture the swear word, then maybe, but like, I can literally see the red come up. Oh, there it is. Press the button. There it is. Press the button. And at that point, this is where I, it kind of annoyed me because instead of, you know, if I was using a keyboard and had these buttons all laid out in front of me mm-hmm. where I knew where to press them, I'm looking down at the sensor button. I'm looking down at the one, two, three, four to switch cameras. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even enjoying the video thing that I wanted to get the game for in the first place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that that's... was
1: that was like, you know, the VR part maybe is not working so well for that.
0: yeah and that's the thing about this game the thing that ultimately was hard for me is the the stories that are happening and the subplot that's being exposed and your control over it were all the things i found really interesting about the game the mechanics of it were were driving me crazy and making me constantly want to stop playing the (laughs) it felt tedious it felt tiring and it felt very stressful too at times so luckily there's a whole scale of difficulties you can you can turn it to hard, normal story mode that takes away some of the, some of the meaner mechanics that'll make you fail and make your broadcast. end. I only failed once before I finally turned the difficulty down. But like the thing that frustrated me was it, I was like right at almost the next checkpoint. So I swear it put me back like 10 minutes of broadcast. It felt like it might not have been that long, but it felt like it put me back so far that I didn't want to keep going. And that's when I was like, I'm switching this to story. Screw this. I don't want to get have that happen again, because you're there for the plot. You're there for what you can do to the plot. You're not really in my mind loving the little tedious mechanics. It almost felt like I expect you to die if every puzzle in I experimented had a timer on it. Yeah.
1: Well, and then that's <laughs> that's that's the definite thing is that you have to rewatch things. Uh you, there's so many like segments that seem very samey kind of and it's like I, I like this game is long. This game mm-hmm. is very long and like for for watching, for like a watching kind of game, this is not like put it in for an hour kind of game. And because of that, you know, I I just found, like you said, that this you know, it's it's amazing British humor mm-hmm. if you like British humor. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with the British humor, but I, uh, you know, I'm sitting here playing the game for two hours straight. I'm by the end of that two hours, I'm just like, take it off, take it off. I don't want to play anymore. And uh, and that was the thing. I even I even invested. I was like, oh, let's go check out the challenge mode. What else can I play with with this? Because you know, like there's there's amazing ads. Like you do these ad things, and they're so funny. And there's amazing in between scenes. Like you can change the volume things, and you can be like, well, what are they? What are they doing? When is the you know the commercial break or you know, you, you get to see all these behind the scenes kind of things. And those things are really neat. But it's it, like it's this games like eight hours long. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be invested for eight hours of my life to watch this low quality, you know, TV channel, even if it is done in this satire comedic way. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, you know, like political types of things that, mm-hmm. you know, revolve around the story and revolve around what's going on in this whole thing, which, you know, is great. And I, I liked that aspect of the thing, but so much of it is like just ridiculously over the top in like an annoying way sometimes and just recycled over and over. There's, there's, I don't want to spoil too many things, but there's one scene that I remember that happened real early in the game when they're teaching you about sensor. And this guy is talking about some, I don't even remember, some political thing, but he's literally holding a beer. I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to just cut this whole segment. Who let this guy on TV? And he's just <laughs> continuously swearing. And I'm like, this is like, I get that it's supposed to be funny, but it's so it's so over the top silly that I can't even immerse myself in the reality that it's trying to paint for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And something that I want to make clear because I don't think we've mentioned it yet. When we're talking, you're managing the news. These are real. These are actors. These are real video clips you're seeing the whole time. This is not like some cartoon thing. This isn't some computer generated thing. This is like there's an actual news broadcaster, dude. There's actual guests coming on. Like it looks like you're dealing with real news, which is cool. But I think ultimately for me what it came down to this game feels like something you sit down with some people while you're having a drink on the couch you have fun playing it together and yeah. And you're just relaxing while you're doing that. And it's fun. You know, you're clicking, you're trying to get through the puzzles, you're laughing. And VR being by yourself, having all these things to manage at once and having to like be able to physically move around your room instead of just clicking between a controller or using your keyboard. I felt like all of that took away the magic that the game probably has flat and made it a tedious and burdensome experience.
1: Well, I think I think the big portion of the game is that you're supposed to be able to see all the video screens at once, mm-hmm. but they again you're so tiny and everything's so big. When you're looking around the room, you can't look at everything at once. And I I guess like, the, I would say, like, oh, if it's the flat screen version, this would be, like, the greatest streamer game ever. You know, you're streaming the game, you got your pe- chat in the thing, and they can see everything good. But th- you'd no way you'd want to stream this game because you can't see anything.
0: Mm-hmm. You're seeing
1: a guy pressing buttons in the corner of the, you know, the the, the, the video footage, and it's, like, uh, you can re-watch your, your, your footage after you finish it, but, I mean, I, I, already, I already watched it once. I don't know how much I am desperate to look how great my editing was. Look at that. Look at that cut. so good you know that's that's not something i'm getting excited about and you know like it it, i i do think like the flat screen one is gonna like is an amazing thing and i think that the vr one for the right person is totally going to be an awesome experience but uh i I don't know if it's like a developer thing, but it's like if they could go in and just polish this, that extra, extra bit to get the scaling right, add some Mm -hmm. movement options that fix it for us. Like, like you said with the Demio thing, like you don't even, buttons don't even do anything for the most part. You got all these, all these buttons that could be doing something. Like, even if it's like three teleport spots and I can quickly press a button on my, like the A button or something and it switches between the three of them or just anything, it would, it would make it just ease of use so much better. And I just, I hate it because I get it. I get what happened. These are clearly flat screen developers that have made a VR game and they don't know all the ins and outs of the VR specific part. And this is, you know, this is what not for broadcast VR has become. Basically, it kind of reminds me of when you play some of those PC VR port kind of things that, mm-hmm. you know, a bigger studio's done and they've just the sizing isn't right. You know, the interaction isn't, you know, when you press the buttons, it doesn't vibrate the controller. Why doesn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: and like just simple things, they just don't don't have her ease of use. <laughs> and if you like close your hand in the game and like try to make a pointer finger to like press the play button or press the fast forward button or anything it just it you don't get a pointer finger you either get an open hand that's kind of weird to figure out what am I pressing or you get a closed hand so it's not like you can get your one finger and specifically hit what you want to hit so sometimes the big buttons were fine but like the little buttons on like the VCR I would try to hit fast forward because you can go fast forward two times four times eight times and I'm like trying to yeah. hit that over and over and I'm hitting play instead of hitting that and then when I want to hit play I'm hitting pause like a lot of things like that's like why can't I make index finger and it really did feel like okay this is someone that hasn't made a lot of VR games and they need a little help and I'm hoping they'll get some help on it.
1: The, the, v, the VCR that's like across the room I was like how am I going to get to that how am I going to play the video it's like way way over there I'm like hey, I'm going to have to go in my corner readjust the tracking and then walk over there
0: I thought you couldn't, I thought it would just play. I didn't think those buttons were real, but then I was like, why is this playing? And I walked over and hit the button. I was like, that is so far away to get to that yeah. button to press that. Like, how is this, how is this life in this game?
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, I would, I would, I would have loved if they had just, you know, gotten that extra bit of advice. It, it reminds me so much of when Hitman came out for PSVR mm. and you were just like, you spent so much money. You spent so much time. You tried to do a great product, but you didn't even ask the people that are already in the field making great games to, you know, just take a look and be like, well, this, this one thing you kind of messed up on. Like I just, even, even a VR chat world creator could have gone in there and fixed the problem with the scaling use Yep.
0: or they were yep. having one little bit of help before we yay or nay this one thing we didn't mention that we should mention this is for mature audiences only oh, It's yeah, got like yeah. it's like rated mature for everything <laughs> like there's everything it, it, does, in it does in the options it does
1: let you choose to turn off certain things so if you don't like <laughs> the political things or potentially you know just offensive things they have like little categories you can disable yeah. so you don't have to see those clips <laughs> yeah it's it's got a lot <laughs> yeah oh well that's, that's why i got the sensor button i mean i, mm-hmm. I feel like The original title of the game was talking about censoring stuff. That's why they got the not for broadcast, because that's the whole point. You
0: you know, it's inappropriate TV. (laughs) Well, at this point, are you ready to give the yay or nay? And I think we should be specific. We should do the VR version. We should say is whether we're yang or naying that. Are you ready for that? Lip. I will say if am I am I ignoring the flat version exists at all when giving my yay or nay? Yes, right now, it's just if someone loves VR, they're only buying VR games should okay. they buy this game. Are you ready? All right. Yeah. Three, two, one. Yay. Nay. I'm <laughs> I it. just, I'm just <laughs> barely giving it. I'm just, just barely, barely giving it. I'm kind of just barely giving it a nay. It was well, hard for me. Go ahead. Tell, I, I, tell I me think why you. If
1: you go on story mode, if you go in the story <laughs> difficulty mode and you just... You ignore all the things it wants you to do and you just click on the video screens you want and you just play around in this thing and you chip away half an hour here. Like, you know, like each each like broadcast, you do the one broadcast and then you're done. You know, a week later, mm-hmm. you come back, you do another broadcast and you're done. I think that that'd be a fun game. But trying to grind it all out with all this just awkwardness, it's just
0: the longer I played, the more I didn't like it. See, I was in the opposite boat, which is funny because I made it barely. But I also found the more I played, the more I wanted to play. But the more frustrated I had, I'd already been so frustrated with the mechanics, the overreaching, the the tediousness of it that the only thing keeping me going was I was starting to get interested in the plot line and what I could do to it, how I could change. That was the only thing that kept me in it. But that's where I feel like I haven't played it flat yet, so I can't really say yay or nay. But I feel like I want to just go get this game flat and try it because I'm interested in that side. I think this would be fun for me and Nat to be on the couch together doing this, but like the VR version, you're so lonely. It's so tedious. It was a chore for me to continue playing. And the only thing that barely kept me was the plot line.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, like, and the thing too, is like the British humor. Like I, I sometimes like British humor, but if you've, you know, if you've watched some of those British kinds of shows, like little Britain and things like that, you know, they have a different a different style. I mean, or even just, we, we've talked about The Office before on the podcast, the UK version of The Office versus the <laughs> American one. You know, there's a pretty distinct thing and things that they are just, this is the funniest thing on the planet. I just, it just goes right past me. And I'm like, okay, yep, what, what's going on? And that's sometimes, you know, some of the better intricacies are lost because of that. And that's, that's why it's so hard to say nay for this kind of game because of the fact that I know that it is a great story. Like there, those video clips are great what is all there the 14 endings it's great it's only $25 which is pretty great but uh you know it's just I didn't have fun so I don't know how like <laughs> I, I did have fun but I it would I didn't so I I'm wasn't like, having fun I looked back and I had fun <laughs> yeah yeah I'm like I'm not I'm not sure I'm like I, you know I have good memories but I also remember feeling like I wanted to take the headset off and delete the game
0: yeah yeah
1: but I will also say, too, just because, uh, you know, it's a bit of a contention. This is a 15 gigabyte game mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, being one of the bigger sized games, you know, it definitely can eat up some space. So I, I always say, like, it's just one of those things I had to delete things and I so rarely have to delete things that I'm just looking at. It and I'm like, grid, you know, not for broadcast. You know, you're, you're killing me on the size. You're bigger than everything else. Why? Why are you bigger than Resident Evil? Why are you bigger than, you know, and I get the <laughs> not for broadcast the video clips. But mm-hmm. You know, that that becomes an issue sometimes in recommending a game or if you even want a game because it's like, yo, if you got if you're on an Oculus Quest one or you got the first Quest two and you only 64 gigabytes, you're in trouble trying to get games like this on the headsets can be like three games on the headset. You you get this
0: and Medal of Honor, you're done. You're full. Yeah, no, Medal <laughs> of Honor alone is like 50. Yeah, it's like fills you up. Well, if you've tried this flat and you're out there and, or you've tried it in VR and you want to come talk about this, come join our discord. Cause this is one that definitely has me wanting to discuss it more. It has me kind of up in arms about it. Cause I'm so interested in where the game goes and what it does, but it's such a chore in VR to me. And we're playing launch week. Keep that in mind. If yes. if any of this stuff gets patched, if any of this stuff, they add options, it could help a lot and take away a lot of our woes. But it it was such a chore for me to keep playing this game yeah give give me the
1: world the world scaling slider I can (laughs) just slide it away okay now now the world is a proper size I can reach everything
0: yes that would make it so much easier uh and if you want to take a step further of course we want to thank our patrons where they're supporting us and uh, basically paying for the cost of the podcast now which is huge so thanks to them thanks to our sponsor and thanks to all of you for listening and if you've been thinking about vr this may not be the game to do it for but it's definitely the time to dive on in